and welcome to the Dorky Diva Show. I'm your host, Savannah. And I am Brian. And we are so thrilled to be here today because we Woo! have a very special guest joining us. Um, yep. Kristen it's Bates, oh. one of my favorite people in the universe, is here. <laughs> Thanks for joining yes. us, Kristen. How are you guys doing? Are you excited uh, to talk about Star Wars? We are more amongst the stars. Excited. Not really. We are yeah. always sorry <laughs> to talk about Star Wars. <laughs> I mean, yes, I, a lot of yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yep. So yep. <laughs> today on our agenda, we are going to be talking about the agenda. Rise of Skywalker teaser trailer, as we had promised last week. That's true. We did promise that. We said we would do it, and here yep. we are doing That's right. it. Those accountability buddies, account yep. accountability buddies. Yep. Good job. And Kristen and I have known each other for, gosh, like what? 25 years. Maybe four or five years now, I think. Um, that was close. Yeah, that's insane. And that's a long time. Yeah. It's true. You've been on the show before, but it's been like two years now, and that was before Brian was a co-host, so we've never yep. really done a show with the three of us, but mm-hmm. we just saw each other at Celebration, and we I was did. like, girl, you need to come on our show, because we need to talk together. She did say it that, was, and I was like, you're talking to me. It here. was funny. The first time we met was in uh, Star Wars Celebration Orlando. Yeah. Um, and yeah. But now, like, the culmination of that. It's, I know. It's really exciting to be here. And we were, like, internet friends <laughs> on Twitter and Instagram. Kind. And we when I was in college, we were pen pals, and you were still living in Texas at that time, because now you live in Boston. And I just remember you worked at a pie shop, and I was like, this girl is the coolest girl ever, because <laughs> she works at a pie shop. I do miss that pie shop. That's some of the best pie that uh, I've ever had in my entire life. We should all like road trip there one day and have pie. Road trip to Texas. Oh, my yeah. gosh. Road trip to that pie shop. I love it. <laughs> I've road trip to Texas. It takes a long time. It's not fun. <laughs> no, Texas is bigger than everywhere. Worst. I've been through Texas <laughs> once yeah, in my I life, and it was the worst. Drive from yeah. Texas to Boston, and uh, it was uh, not fun. Half the trip mm. was just getting out of Texas. Yeah, yeah, that's exactly yeah. right. Half the trip it's, was getting out of Texas. Gosh. It's big. They are right. They are well, right. Well, let's get started talking about this teaser trailer, but. Before we oh. talk about this, so last week, Brian and I discussed on the show, like, everything we did at Celebration, and we talked about, um, like, our just very brief initial reactions to the teaser, but Kristen, I want to know where you were at Celebration when you saw the teaser. Were you in the main room? Did you watch it on the live stream? Like, tell us about your experience watching this for the first time. So I didn't get into the panel, um, which I was 100% fine with. I saw it close to the Star Wars show stage. um, And it was just such an exciting experience being surrounded by like 20,000 other Star Wars fans, um, all dressed up. They had their lightsabers out. And when the teaser trailer started and you can hear Ray's breathing, um, I just remembered the entire entire like con floor just going completely silent you couldn't yeah you could hear a pin drop it it was such just a a chilling experience and then as you go through the trailer and ray's doing the backflip over the tie fighter 
Um, everyone's cheering and screaming, and then everyone gets really sentimental towards the end when you have Luke say, no one's ever really gone. <sighs> and then just the mood and the atmosphere immediately changing when you hear the laugh of oh um, Darth Sidious and everyone just freaking mm-hmm. out um, mm-hmm. because obviously no one was expecting it, and it just changed the narrative completely of this uh, new trilogy. So being in the middle of that hype was really exciting, um, especially seeing parents with their kids, um, you know, this whole new generation that's being introduced to Star Wars and um, how everybody was just so interactive with the trailer. It was an amazing experience. Did you start screaming right after it? Oh, 100%. Yeah. (laughs) 110%. So Brian Um, was probably like not far from you because he watched it in the same general area but i watched it on my phone in the room for the sky talkers podcast um she did but there were there were people in there and we were all screaming so but it was crazy it was pretty pretty yeah nuts. So cool. it's a good place to have it with sky talkers I yeah mean, come on is it there is, a better place? It is no. so cool, though, mm-hmm. like how packed the exhibit hall was. Because I was in the exhibit hall during the panel. Um, and I have never seen an exhibit hall that was just completely wall-to-wall people as far as the eye could see. I mean, everybody was just there to watch that teaser and see that mm-hmm. panel even if they were in the back of the room they were like this is my spot i'm not moving like i have to see this and i'm like you're so far away yeah <laughs> it's true your i took a picture i took a picture of the crowd and it is it's like ants yeah it was amazing i've was never seen packed. anything like that before it's so uh interesting to me because i know there's a lot of people that loved the last jedi but we all have seen the you know, vocal negative crowd that did not like The Last Jedi. And it was just really shocking for me to see how many people wanted to be there just to like find out more about this next movie. And I was like, dang, this is interesting how that works, isn't it? Looking back when The Last Jedi trailer made its debut, I was able to get to the front of the Star Wars show stage pretty quickly to see it. Um, Me too. But when uh, The Rise of Skywalker was released, or the teaser trailer for that, like, we were packed in like sardines. You weren't going anywhere. Well, and people started waiting, like, way in advance. I mean, that panel was at 11 a.m. The exhibit hall opened at 10, and as soon as people started walking in, I saw people waiting for it. Um, So that was kind of nuts, and... They were smart. It was just insane. They knew what was up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So let's start talking about it. I'm like super overwhelmed <laughs> because there's just like so much to talk about. Um, You've got to learn to live with the overwhelmness, Savannah. Yeah, I'm... I live in a constant state of sensory overload. It's yeah. uh, I mean, it's me Star too, Wars but I don't year. like it. <laughs> in time, you will learn. Yeah. Uh, yeah. This is this is a big one, guys. This is the end. It's the end of everything. How much I can't were you, wait. like, looking forward to this, Kristen? Were you, like, was this a highlight of your celebration was getting to learn more about Episode Nine, Or was this just kind of like, eh, it's there? <laughs> I, it was definitely a highlight of mine. Um, it was one of the things that I was looking forward to at Celebration. I was also looking forward to uh, the new video game, Jedi Fallen Order, that's mm. coming yeah. out. Yeah. Um, which I'm super pumped about that. Same. 
But um, yeah, episode nine was definitely at the top of the list. And once I saw that trailer, I was just thinking, okay, I can, I can continue my life. I can move on now. <laughs> yeah. um, you can breathe for once. I can breathe because I had been stressed about it. Um, I didn't know what the title was. I didn't know what we were expecting. But I also enjoyed that as well. I didn't like, Same. I mean, I, I enjoyed not knowing. Mm-hmm. Um, that was a, a very fun experience for me. Um, and I enjoyed the marketing technique of, you know, okay, it's episode nine. We don't know what the title is. Um, and they did a really good job of keeping a lot of this under wraps. Um, yeah. I'm, because I'm a spoiler seeker, I will go out <laughs> and find the I love you. it. You. I know. <laughs> I, um, I knew it was going to happen in Endgame before I saw it. Um, oh. And I still Ooh, enjoyed so it. I still enjoyed the movie. I thought it was incredible. That's um, good. But, uh, you know, a lot of um, episode nine, like teasers, was kept under wraps. And that was really cool. Yeah. I agree. I like how they didn't release the title before. I mean, I'm so happy they waited to show the title at the end of the teaser rather than like months before celebration because I think it made the reveal so much better. I mean, to to go from hearing the laugh that we heard and being like, oh my gosh, I know that laugh and then being like, oh my mm-hmm. gosh, there's the title. Like it was just so yes. quick and all your emotions totally jump all over the place. I mean, what do you guys think too. about the title? Um, I, so I've like thought really hard about this title (laughs) when they first showed it. I was just like, and this is the case with all of the star Wars titles. Like when the title gets released, I'm just like, Hmm. And I don't really have an immediate reaction other than solo. I think I expected solo to be called solo. Um, but with everything else, I'm just like, I don't know. Um, but I'm, I think I like it now. Um, I'm interested to hear because I've heard so much speculation and like conversations about what the term Skywalker means in the title. And I know some people think it is in reference to Kylo Ren because he has Skywalker blood. Um, and some people think it's like going to be a new term for a group of people like similar to the Jedi. Um, I don't really have a preference on either of those. I think they're both interesting theories, mm-hmm. <laughs> but I'm, I'm good with it. Like I'm, I don't have any negative feelings towards the title. I'm just like, okay, what does this mean? <laughs> That's good. What about We're you, growing. Bro? I I'm pumped about it, man. I'm really glad that Skywalker's in the title because it's the Skywalker saga. Like yeah. I'm really glad it's ending because it's like, like episode six is my favorite of the originals because it was the ending and it's like all right the ending's the most important part if you don't stick the landing then we're all like oh okay we're here now and to to be the end of the nine film saga going on uh to have skywalker in the title uh just feels right just what feels do you right. think it's in reference to do you have a theory or like a preference i do um Lay do you want to do that now do it yeah <laughs> I well, okay. I'll, I'll taper we're this. We're getting in. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna take. I'll Buckle taper up. it now, and then we're gonna go tinfoil hat in a okay. in, in a bit. Okay. Um, I think it is what it seems, and not something to be dived into. And I was like, oh, it could mean this. It could mean this. Like, I've I've seen the theories going around from like the Thrawn book, where there were like kids that could navigate the stars better than the Navi computers, and they were called Skywalkers. Um, eh. 
I don't think that's what it is. I, uh, well, but okay. do you think it could be another term for basically the Jedi? I don't. Okay. You I think it's in reference well, to Kylo, then, right? I do not. Oh. Uh, what? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, well, I we'll get into it in a bit. There's no <laughs> there's okay. no way to there's no way to dip your toes into this vortex that I'm right. clearly back. Brian thinks that Shmi Skywalker is coming back. Oh Obviously. my god. Force <laughs> <laughs> go so Shmi. <laughs> I would be so. Happy. Give us what we want. Yes, yeah. exactly, exactly. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, we'll we'll get to that okay. later because it's it's going to be a lot, and I want to apologize now. Um, okay. But I'm I'm into it. I think it refers to a Skywalker um, right. being either Luke or Anakin. But we'll get there. We'll get there. Oh, okay. Yeah. What about you, Kristen? Do you like the title? I like it. Um, I had to sit with it for a little bit, um, mm-hmm. and I think it's an appropriate title for um, ending the entire saga because not only is this. Um, I just got to say, J.J. Abrams has his work cut out for him with this because not only does it have to end this trilogy, it has to end this entire Skywalker saga, saga, and then it also has to stand alone um, Mm -hmm. as its own individual movie. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So I think encompassing all three of those things, I think that title fits. Um, I liked it enough that when uh, Daniel Kennedy tweeted out that the Rise of Skywalker shirts were available on Amazon, I immediately purchased one. I'm wearing it right now. Nice. Yeah, um, for prepared. all of you uh, podcast listeners, Kristen is sporting a nice crisp black shirt with <laughs> a, the Star Wars logo on it. And in between oh. the star and the wars, the phrase in all white letters says the rise of Skywalker. And <laughs> what the Star color? Wars logo yeah. itself is blue, but there, there has we been go. some debate. Uh, okay, I was going to ask. <laughs> it's blue, guys. I think it's blue with a touch of purple. I think it's blue. I... <laughs> yeah. I can. I think that's a good one to settle with. It is like blue that. with a touch of purple. When you color swatch it in Photoshop, it is not blue with a touch of purple. But when that is on a black background, it is blue with a touch of purple. Sure. I like, Just I like saying. how deep the speculation gets. Like purple is the mixture of like you know blue and red, and like the mixture of good and evil and balance. Um, yeah. I like. It's definitely. I like that speculation. It's definitely not the blue of like the lightsaber or even the blue that they used in the intro to some of the clone wars episodes uh like mm. in season that's true five four five which is good because yeah. if it was the same one everyone would be like <gasps> clone wars in episode nine You're it's like, like it's like that blue mixed with red though it really is i mean i'm gonna do this in photoshop later <laughs> okay <laughs> savannah's got her day booked if she, if she does. <laughs> That's this all the, the real reason. To do today. The real reason we're doing this. <laughs> yeah. She yeah. she she feigns uh, uh, speculation for nine. What she really wants is, is color swatches. Mm-hmm. Which you know, fair to each you their know. own. I get it. I, su- I support you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we need to get to this blue purple sometimes red debate stat. <laughs> oh, it's not red. It's definitely purplish. I mean, okay. Anyways. Gingerbread. So. The teaser opens with a black screen and you hear breathing. And when I saw this on my phone at Celebration, I was like, is this a technical error? Who is breathing? Like, is this someone on stage with a microphone still on them? Can you imagine? Because I seriously felt Abrams like... excited about the trailer. I, I felt like the black screen was just like so long. And I don't know. It was I was very Abrams. confused. And then when they show the Lucasfilm logo, and then you see Ray. I'm like, oh, this makes sense. 
<laughs> so we see Ray breathing and she is in a new costume, but similar to what we've seen her in before. It's still like the wrap look with the leather belt, but she's got a hood now. It's yes. more on the white side. Yes. It's like more white. I really love this outfit, guys. Same, same, same. Yes. If I, same. Uh, if I was into cosplaying Ray, this is the outfit I would pick. Um, I'm getting into cosplaying Ray from this outfit. Yeah. I can't wait to see your hair in three buttons. <laughs> I can't wait to see the hood. Start up growing it now, Frank. Like a Jedi. Uh, it's yeah, it's gonna be really cool if she puts that hood up. She has to. She right? has to. You know how cool that be? Like her introduction is she's on a planet oh and then she like puts God. her hood down, oh a la Obi Wan, Qui Gon, and literally every Jedi that's yeah, ever been. Yeah, and then they like, turn around and then everybody screams. Oh, uh, yes, that'd be me. I'm everybody. Yeah. So we see her on a desert planet, and personally, Tatooine? I feel like see, I feel like it could be Jakku. I'm hoping for Jeddah. Oh. Wouldn't that be cool? Like the first Jedi temple type stuff. Like there's kyber crystals. See the remnants of what the Empire did. Like, wouldn't that be cool? Do you think Jeddah would cool. still be around? I mean, they only blew up a portion of it. It was a single reactor ignition. So the planet's oh, okay. still there. It, there's okay. just, well, I guess Je- not Jeddah City, but the, yeah, planet, the planet of Jeddah. If you it know. was that would Jakku, be really cool. I really hope we get a scene with Finn going, why does everybody want to go back to Jakku? Oh, we have right? to. We <laughs> have to. They'll just cut that in from The Force Awakens. <laughs> yeah, it's literally like the sound is slightly off. Yeah. <laughs> like a, like the, the bad lip reading stuff. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. So, but yeah, I, I hope it's Jetta. With all the rocks and stuff, it has a Jetta sort of feel to it. I agree. Yeah, the rocks is why, I don't know. I mean, Tatooine has rocks too. That's true. That's true. If if I'm not mistaken, Jeddah was filmed in Jordan, and this is also Jordan, so maybe that's why I feel that way. Mm-hmm. You know. Interesting. Little insiders. On. <laughs> I mean, you know. They're already on. You know. <laughs> so she's like breathing heavily, and then she steadies her breath, and they zoom in mm-hmm. on her face, and mm-hmm. you hear Luke. Like He's the first thing that you hear, and he says... We've passed on all we know. Yep. And then she grabs the lightsaber from her belt, which is Fixed. a mended. Yeah, they mended the lightsaber that was broken in half, which I did not expect. I didn't so expect cool. that either. I thought she was going to do something different with it. Same. Same. Like, I thought it would be crystal. like a totally new lightsaber. I thought she was going like, to Arya Stark it with like a staff or something. Oh, God, yeah. So have you cool. se- have you seen close-ups of it? Yeah, it's got like a black. Uh, it's really cool. Yeah, it's like almost like a wrapping just in the middle. They're like, oh, we're going to tape this together. Yeah. Um, they just duct tape the lightsaber together. That's all she yeah. did. They yeah. did 100% space tape. <laughs> yeah. It's so um, good. It's cool, though, that they did fix it because that lightsaber has been there the whole time, like throughout True. the saga. So. And it's, you know, the Skywalker saber. This kind of makes sense. Look at yeah, that. It's cool. Um, and she holds the lightsaber by her side. She still is wearing the blaster that Han Solo gave her, which I personally love. That's yep. so, that made me so emotional. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> Same. I saw that like, oh, she has Luke and Han with her. Oh. Mm-hmm. Babes. It's like old school Luke EU stuff going on here. Mm-hmm. A Jedi that carries a blaster. I Facing a really TIE cool Fighter? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So then... Luke says, a thousand generations live in you now, but this is your fight. And there's this beautiful, sweeping, panning shot of whatever planet they're on. We're just going to say Jeddah because I'm digging it. 
Sweeping on right? Jetta. <laughs> Thank you. Um, and this Thai silencer is just zooming towards her. Um, Which and is when a new I, Thai fighter, right? Yeah. When I first saw this, I was just like, "What in the world is happening?" Like, even by the time I finished <laughs> the entire teaser, I was like, "I didn't understand that at all." Um, yeah. <laughs> and she starts to like position herself. She looks over her shoulder, sees the tie, starts running towards it and ends up force jumping over the tie fighter. Um, but we don't see Kylo's face in the tie fighter. They show a shot of someone's hands that are gloved, which I assume is it's Kylo. It's Kylo, right? Yeah, we all think it's Kylo. Like who else would care if it was a random yeah. tie silence? Like what? And when has there ever been a tie her. fighter that was by themselves? They always go out in teams. Yeah. So my question is, do you think at this point, do you think Kylo is helping her as Ben Solo to like train or something? Or is he actively trying to kill her? Well, Savannah, what do you think? Okay, let me get into this. <laughs> so it, I no to both of those, but <laughs> I have a really hard time thinking that he wants to kill her because he could have shot her from super far away. And honestly, I feel like he is the type of person that would kill her in hand-to-hand combat rather than while he's in a ship. And obviously Mm -hmm. I've heard everybody talking about how they're definitely training on whatever planet they're on. Mm -hmm. But my issue stems from the fact of, I don't understand how in this movie they're going to, make these two all hunky-dory and working together. And Fair. like in such a short amount of time, because I'm like, you guys just, yes, you like kind of teamed up in The Last Jedi, but also you parted ways and Kylo is still not a good guy. Mm-hmm. And I know there's going to be a time jump between The Last Jedi and The Rise of Skywalker, but I just don't, understand how they could make these two okay with each other and team up together in such a short amount of time. I don't know. Um, so I, I would, I would think that they are training. I just don't understand how they're going to get to that point in the film to where it makes sense and not feel rushed. If that makes That's sense. Fair. Would it, would it be fair to say that um, at some point Ray might have disabled like the fighting mechanisms with the um is it what type of tie fighter is it the silencer it's a tie silencer okay do you think that there's some way um ray being like an expert scavenger and just really smart she could have um disrupted like the weapons on the tie i mean she could she totally Um, could and then that's sort of why potential kylo ren isn't firing on her and he's yeah. just going to be like, screw it. I'm going to run her over instead. Oh, dang. That's Maybe. That's a really good theory. Maybe. I kind of dig that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Because like, I feel like her, Poe Dameron, uh, Finn, all of them are on the same planet. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And I feel like she's drawing Kylo away to distract him so that mm-hmm. the real work can be done with. Uh, oh, my God. This is my favorite him. theory I've heard. Yeah. I like it. Yeah. I love it. So maybe they saw like a Ooh. weapons base at yeah. that planet and Ray's like, hey, I'm going to like, here's the plan. I'm going to. Um, She's like the bait. Yeah. Yeah. And she uses herself to draw Kylo out and um, like she 
disrupts like the weapons and something like that and then kind of makes herself visible and then Kylo tries to shoot her down and sees that it doesn't work yeah. or something and then that's when we see that scene. Also know. like uh, countering the argument of these two are training together what kind of training is this like don't you think they would be training <laughs> with their lightsabers together to me that would make sense but like what is this one person is in a ship one person is on the ground training i just don't just in case there's a, a a single tie fighter that wants to run ray over she is now prepared <laughs> for that specific instance i just don't maybe it's like a hold my beer moment that's right. Yeah, she, she's like, I'm, I, okay, guys, like, get the camera. I've got this really cool trick I want to try out. Uh, let's 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 do this. Yeah. She's like hot rod. Uh, I, I like YouTube. Yeah, I I like that idea that she's. I like Kyle that too. I, get it. I It's like Luke that. in episode six. Yeah, you know where I Luke really is like, like Vader's that. over there. I need to draw him out while you guys get the shield generator. Yeah, I I like it. And I feel like that could make sense if if you are someone who believes these two will be hunky-dory by the end of the movie, it would make sense that in, let's say this takes place in the beginning of the movie, um, if she is kind of trying to distract him. Um, I'm just thinking once she gets on the TIE fighter, is she like, is she jumping over it? Is she jumping on it? I think she's trying to jump on it. What's happening next? Is she going to try to kill him or? I kind of hope she just here? cuts a wing off. Like oh, flips over cool. it, and then while she goes, she does like a cool little Jedi flip, and then cuts one of the wings off, so it crashes. Right. And then he she like wouldn't be able to. Well, I mean, I guess she could kill him because then she wouldn't need to like distract him anymore. But right. it's in terms of, you know, maybe they need him alive for something, or yeah, I don't know. Or he's maybe just it's not a threat a anymore harder. if he has to walk. You know, <laughs> it's because I don't think she'll kill him. Because I mean, it's. Just, I don't think not she the will Jedi way. I don't. I don't you know? think she'll kill him either. That's why I'm just like, what is going to happen? So if you just disable the fighter, then he has to walk back. It's like, what are you gonna do? Yeah. You know, and it's like if you're in the <laughs> middle on, of the I'm desert. Exactly. Yeah, I'll be there in four days. And Ray's like, ha! You guys got four days. You know. <laughs> yeah. Because eventually know. they all end up together, um, overlooking the second Death Star. Mm-hmm. That's so true. So does that happen before that event or after that event? That's the question. But isn't Kylo it? isn't there. No. Yeah, I'm. I'm saying like they all end up together. Sans I Kylo. I got you. I got you. Um, I got you. Unless Kyber crystals come into play here, maybe they go to the second Death Star to see if they can find more Kyber crystals and realize there's none left, and right. then they have to go to Jeddah to see if there's any more. Oh, see, yeah, that's what I'm saying. This is why we had you on the show, Kristen. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. It's true. Um, that's a. I, I like it. See, I I try not to, well, now I'm going to sound like a crazy person for the first time ever. I try not to look at the Star Wars movies as movies. Um, so I, I don't usually have that sort of brain on. Uh, but I, I do agree with you, Savannah, in that if they were going to be friends in this movie, how in the world are you going to have them go back to one after everything that we've seen and yeah. not have it feel rushed. Yeah. Because I, I I mean, I just, I never thought about that before because I'm like, oh, plot wise, how are we going to fit this into the film's running time? I'm like, no, Kylo's doing this and Ray's doing that and how's this going to, you know. Mm-hmm. I, yeah, how are I'm they going to meet in the middle there? Yeah, I'm in yeah. universe brain. It's like what possibly could change in Kylo's motivation to be like, oh, I'm the supreme leader now, but oops. Yeah. Maybe I'm a good guy now. Even yeah. with the pull to the light, like when I, you're in charge now, you know, kind yeah. of a big deal. And I kind of thought about this too. I, I do have a theory 
as to why they would be forced to work together. Mm-hmm. Um, but that would involve um, like, okay, so we're just going to get into it. Buckle yeah, up, guys. Let's it. go. Here we go. I've, I've thought about this a lot. I Let's go. Let's talk. Okay. So episode nine, there's a time jump. Mm-hmm. Um, yep. At the end of episode eight, there's... And even in episode seven, there is clearly some beef going on between Kylo Ren and General Hux. Like, they do not like yep. each other. Um, yep. And General Hux, up until this moment, he has been used and manipulated by Snoke and now by Kylo Ren. Um, yep. So I think he's a lot more intelligent than he lets on. Mm-hmm. And so I think um, in between this time jump, I think General Hux is devising like a plan of some sort. Um I can see that. And at the end of The Last Jedi, General Leia is calling for help towards the Outer Rim. But mm-hmm. nobody comes to her. So I feel like there has to be some type of threat that the Resistance or the Rebellion is facing in the Outer Rim that they can't come to her in time. Mm-hmm. And so that Ooh. leads me to believe that there are still imper- like Empire loyalists hanging out in the Outer Rim. Yeah, I can see that that the laugh of Darth Sidious is a culmination of that. I literally um, have goosebumps right now. <laughs> <laughs> so like the Empire and the First Order is, um, you know, a branch, an extreme branch off of the Empire. Mm-hmm. But I have yep. to be like, they're like traditional Empire loyalists kind of hanging out in the Outer Rim, trying to do their own thing, trying to Im- uh, implement the Empire. And maybe the Resistance... Um, slash rebellion is dealing with that in the outer rim to where they couldn't come help um general leia and what was left of the resistance um at the end of the last jedi right so my theory is that general hux finds out about these empire loyalists seeks them out and is trying to form an alliance with them um so that Mm. he can try to fight against um kylo ren and and defeat the first order so general hux can be in charge once again um, and so maybe his bargaining chip is we have a lot of first order people that are also tired of Kylo Ren cause he's not a great Supreme leader. Mm-hmm. We have all of these resources, um, they're at your disposal. If we win, I get to be in charge. Um, oh. and we'll get to implement the old empire way. So my theory is that there's probably going to be this three way battle between the resistance, the empire and the first order. Yeah. Um, just to Interesting. put this nice little bow on the entire saga do you think kylo would potentially be outcast by the first order and then he has to go to ray and be like help me (laughs) maybe um that's that's an interesting angle as well um because we don't really see who kylo ren is taking down in that teaser trailer because it doesn't Mm, look like resistance soldiers but Maybe it's his own First Order people, or maybe it's yeah. um, Imperial loyalists or something. Yeah. Um, but I also haven't finished reading the Star Wars novels that came out. Like I'm, I'm behind on the Thrawn novels, um, so I don't, I don't know if there's They're any clout to that. Gotcha. I really like that. It's, I love hearing different theories about this whole Kylo Ray situation because I you know, like through Sky Talkers and stuff, I hear conversations about Kylo and Rey, like basically teaming up and like being okay with each other. And I just personally don't understand like how that could happen unless, like you said, they were forced to. Um, 
like if they realize you know whatever they learn about Darth Sidious they realize they they need each other to overcome him um that's the only way I could really see it um I just yeah I don't think he's going to be like oh I just flipped a switch and now I'm good and let's all be friends even though I just you know ruined the world Killed an entire system. It's fine. Yeah. And Han Solo, Savannah's favorite character, you know, no big deal. (laughs) She'll forgive me. Like, dude, I'm not. Um, So then what are your guys' thoughts on the whole Ben Dimshin theory? Oh, boy. Let me get into this. (laughs) (laughs) Well. (laughs) So, gosh, how do you say this without, like, ticking off an entirety of people? It's going to happen. So this is just like. We're the Dorky Diva show. This is just my. experience with star wars like i Mm -hmm. grew up watching the original trilogy han solo was my childhood hero and he still is like i love his character so much and in the force awakens finding out that he and leia were no longer together and then obviously Mm -hmm. seeing his death killed by his own son like I really did not like that and I still have issues with it and it makes me so upset and I literally hate Kylo Ren's character like I <laughs> I I hate him I it oh my but, god but he's the villain like you should hate the villain right I I don't know true I mean I guess <laughs> I don't know I guess that's not true because I there are a lot of villains so that I do like but I second. think it's because he killed Han Solo if he hadn't done that um I would be just like okay with him um, I don't have any sort of draw or love for his character at all. I don't understand him. I I feel like everybody deserves a second chance, but so I'm not saying that he shouldn't be redeemed. I just think that if he is redeemed, they really need to do it. I don't even know how they would do it in a good way, but uh, I'm trying to think of like what I want. I, I don't how to wear. Yeah, I don't know if I I don't know. I am just still so hurt by Han Solo being killed that even if he were redeemed, they would have to justify it very well. And that's what I'm just not sure about. I don't know how they would do that to where I would feel okay with it. Does that make sense? Like, yeah, yeah. that makes sense. It, It could happen and I could very well see them doing it i just don't know if i would approve them doing it i i want them to to do it right i don't know i don't know how to say it uh what about you brian after i just rambled and said nothing (laughs) yeah (laughs) we got the we got the good answer out now let's let the crazy one talk um well okay before we get into this quick things um Ray's new hair, awesome. Yeah. Uh, mm. The backflip, the backflip was my favorite part of the trailer. Um, Luke saying "A thousand generations live in you now" gets me so hyped. Yeah. Because like that means she's learned a whole lot in this time jump. Yeah. You know, not just force jumps. Like she's gonna do some cool stuff, and the fact that Luke is literally saying like "You're ready for this." Yeah. And then she says, "But this is your fight now," so it's like the entire galaxy is on your shoulders. We're with you. Yeah. You got this. Yeah. That's insane. Yeah. And uh, Jedi Brian very much approves. Uh, okay. Ben Demption. <laughs> ben Demption. Here is how I feel about things. Um, if you are into it, more power to you. I think that's awesome. You can you can feel however you want to feel about it. I want him dead. Um, I So I would be down for Ben Demption 
if it happens the same way Anakin's redemption happened. Yeah, where he was like, like it's right and at, then dies. He, exactly, exactly. Like, if he wants to be redeemed, then there needs to be, like, a law of equivalent exchange. You know, have him sacrifice himself for the greater good. Yeah. Like Vader did. Because if it's anything shy of that, I feel like it would be a little... Like you're saying, like, how they narratively are going to make it make sense. Um, and this isn't how my brain works with Star Wars. But it, it's it's going to be, you know, that much smaller of a hoop to jump through. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I love Kylo as a character. I think he's awesome. Um, I did not like him in seven because, you know, it's just, he was not Darth Vader and they did that on purpose, you know, have him even feel inadequate about it and and whatever. But episode eight, dude, I, I thought he was great. Absolutely loved him. And I really enjoyed that. He really leaned in to the dark side. Like we need a villain for this trilogy. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And it's like Snoke was who we thought was the villain. He got taken out because Kylo basically got pushed one too many times um at least that's how i read the situation i didn't see it as him saving ray at all i saw him as like he's literally been force blasted he got told take that ridiculous thing off with his helmet he's been told like you're pretty much nothing you killed your dad that's not good enough and then kylo snapped Mm -hmm. and he killed him i think it was a selfish thing and then you know by necessity uh, him and Ray had to team up to get out of there. It wasn't anything like, right. oh, I need to get her out of here. Right. He's like, I need to get out of here and I need all the help I can get because we're surrounded by Snoke's guards. You know, it, it's necessity, not anything other than that, in my opinion. Um, feel differently? Cool, man. Uh, I agree with you. I'm still struggling with the fact that he killed his dad for pretty much no reason. Yeah. Um, like, Dude, it's Han Solo. <sighs> like that. That's one thing we've talked about before. Like, For the rest of time... In all of history, Han Solo will have been killed by his son for basically no reason, mm-hmm. and that's like that's that's a thing now. And I understand, uh, you know, I, I I don't like it, but that's how it is. I accept it. It is what it is. Um, but I would like to see, like when you mentioned uh, Kylo, like <laughs> clotheslining this dude with his lightsaber. I kind of hope that that's just some random civilian. Like oh. I want Kylo, I want Kylo to go full dark side in episode nine because my favorite line in episode eight from him is when he says like i'll kill her and everyone like i don't care i think if ray was in front of him right then and there he would have cut her in half yeah i 100 percent believe him when he said that and that made him a legitimate threat which up until now he was so torn you didn't really know like is there something at that moment when he's looking luke in the face he's like i'll destroy literally every single person you put in front of me I'm like, oh snap! Yeah. Okay, we have a real threat. So I'm, I'm hoping, in episode nine, we see that go even further, where he's like, I'm supreme leader now, I'm in charge. No one's telling me what to do, and because of that, there's no one to rein him in. And the, the whole Tie Fighter thing, I think he's trying to run her over because that's way more visceral than shooting her from a distance. You know, he like he wants to feel the impact kind of thing Ooh. like this is get this is getting that's dark dark <laughs> you know that's that's what i want from kylo ren i want to see a villain that's worth fearing you know and yeah. i'm not i'm not a villain guy i'm jedi bryant guys yeah like jedi are my thing I, i've never liked villains but to see kylo like commit you know what i mean mm-hmm. um i just think that'd be badass man and have him be supreme like have him be supreme leader mm-hmm. you know what i mean not like I'm kind of holding the title because, you know, nobody else was here and I didn't want Hux to get it. It's like, no, I want to see him start like, okay, we're attacking this place. We're attacking this place. Like the first time we see him on uh, on Jakku with Lor Senteca, he straight up murdered a, a, a like unarmed priest. You know what I mean? <laughs> like yeah. that's, that's Kylo Ren. And then he killed his dad for, mm-hmm. again, 
ostensibly no reason. And then in episode eight, it's like, oh no, he's he's in charge now. You know what I mean? So I wanna I wanna see that. I wanna see a supreme leader. I wanna see a villain that's that's equal to the amount of good that we've got. I want to see a real threat to the galaxy. That's exactly um, how I feel. Like you just summarized. You know. I, I mean, your points about uh, wanting him, if he is redeemed, wanting it done the way it happened to Vader, where he's like sacrificing himself for the greater good. That that yeah, would poetry, to me. Don't you pull a Sky Talkers quote here? <laughs> <laughs> That's a George Lucas. Quote, <laughs> I know, technically. but it's just so funny because they always say <laughs> but that. But no, you're right. You're right. Um, but yeah, like. I, I don't want him to live happily ever after. That's not what I see in, in what no, I, I think need of a, that. No, we need atonement. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, what's that? The law of equivalent exchange. Like, in order to obtain something, something of equal or greater value must be given up. So with that, like, that would be even more powerful yeah. of a redemption if he's so redeemed that he gives his life for the greater good. Yeah. and That's what I'm talking about. And wanting to see him be, like, a total actual baddie. Right. Yes, exactly. I think that's so why we I don't both. really like his character because I like villains that are truly crazy, maniacally bad. Yeah. Um, yeah. And if he were to come back and try to live his life happily ever after, like there would need to be some law and justice enforced because he yes. killed a lot of people. So he people. helped destroy the Republic and kill millions yeah. of civilians. Like exactly. there needs to be justice for that. In the same way, exactly. if Darth Vader came back and he didn't die... Um, yes. I would want him to have like justification and I would want, um, you know, law and order, um, for Agreed. Darth Vader because he killed a bunch of kids in the Jedi temple and he killed a bunch of Jedi <laughs> and, you know, innocent Tons civilians. And so, you know, there, I think that's one in the same, like I would want, um, justice. I agree. Like, that's why Anakin's story ends happily is because he wasn't tried as a war criminal afterwards. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, he, he, he went out. out. Exactly. And so, like, Star Wars being poetry, you know, it rhymes, as we've said. It it would be cool to see that come full circle. It's like, you know, he was he could never be a good Darth Vader, but he was able to kind of be an Anakin in the end. You yeah. know, like, going out, being like, this is it, you know? I like, that's... I try not to get too attached uh, to my speculations, because I'll be honest, my my insane amount of speculation I did before episode seven did kind of ruin the movie for me mm-hmm. uh, in a, in, a, in a slight sense, because I was like, oh, what does this mean? What if what if there's this and blah blah blah? And I got so attached to my theories that when I saw the movie and it wasn't those things, I was let down. Mm. Uh, like I did it to myself. Uh, so I tried as far as theories go to be like, maybe it's this, maybe it's this. I don't know, maybe it's this. Um, but with with this specifically. Um, that's something I would really, really want. And that way we get we get the wide range of it. We get Kylo Ren as a real villain that's an actual threat to the Republic, or the New Republic, or literally anyone in his way. Uh, but then if there is a redemption, which I'm not opposed to, as long as it's, the like you said, done as long as it's done the right said, way. Yeah, yeah like, like it'd be cool if it reflected Darth Vader. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, I guess I'm, he wanted I'm, to become I'm, so much like Darth Vader. In the end, exactly. when he sacrifices himself, that's as close to Darth Vader as he will ever get. Mm-hmm. Exactly, exactly. Poetry. And I, I, I love that. I love that we get a exactly. Yeah, <laughs> uh, I, I love that we also get a shot of him fixing the helmet mm-hmm. in mm. this teaser. You know, because that to me, that's commitment. Yeah, that's like okay. You know, there was a time when I was like, maybe I'll get out of this. I don't know. But by him fixing the helmet, it's him leaning in. It's him putting the helmet back on. It's a decision. 
of this is who I'm choosing to be. Where before it was like he was under Snoke's thumb and I was always like, Snoke's like, go kill your dad. He goes, all right, I'll do it. He goes, well, that's not good enough. He goes, what? And then now he's like, I'm on my own terms. I'm the Supreme Leader. There's a time jump and he's still there. Did you guys notice though, it's not his hands fixing the helmet. The hands have fur on them. I mean, what if it's Chewbacca? What if Chewbacca goes to the dark side? I don't think it's Chewbacca. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think it's Chewbacca. He's like, I'm like, so glad you killed Han Solo. He was such a jerk to me. Thank you. <laughs> like, here's my medal. <laughs> I think this is like kind of skipping ahead because I want to talk about them potentially collecting relics and like all that stuff. But oh, like, yes. what if this helmet is collected by someone else and fixed? And like, what what if it has nothing to do with Kylo? Oh, yeah, that's a good point. You know, these aren't his hands. They're, they're not human hands. So it just makes me, like, curious. That's true. There is there is definitely room for speculation there. Because mm-hmm. um, then who would have his helmet? You know, if it's the one that got smashed in the elevator, where did he put it afterwards? Did he leave it in the elevator? And someone else was like, oh, hey, a helmet. Yeah. And then, like, a kept it. Or... <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> It, yeah, I don't know. What do you think right, about um, when they were all looking at the potentially the second Death Star? Oh, oh man, oh, I, that's that's a tinfoil hat for another five minutes from now. <laughs> <laughs> let's let's like get there in just a second because um, I'm still thinking about this Kylo helmet thing. <laughs> yeah, I mean, enough. You're right. Enough of the helmet is covered by this person's or thing's hands that. I think it would be so cool if they somehow like meshed it with Vader's actual helmet. Um, like, Ooh. I don't know. Cause you see the dome of this one and you see like the top of the, the eyepiece, but then you don't see the front of it. And I'm just like, dude, how cool, would, how cool would it be if we had like a Vader Kylo actual mashup helmet? Uh, and it's mm. like, and it somehow like possesses some sort of, I don't know, power or I'm just like so crazy confused by this Palpatine thing. Like how the heck is he coming back? (laughs) But I'm just like, Oh, we'll get there. Yeah. I don't know. So that's all I wanted to say. But, um, did you notice there's more than one Kylo helmet in that shot? In that same shot? Mm -hmm. No. When the hand, when the hands pull away from him fixing it, there's another one right next to it. Oh, wait a second. Let me go watch that real quick. Oh, you're right. Oh, mm-hmm. that's insane. Oh, I didn't even notice that. Dude. That's what I'm saying, peeps. So oh, is that yeah. like the Knights of Ren type of thing? Or is Kylo oh. Ren pulling like a Padme Amidala with like a decoy? Or wait, no, I think that's I mean, just the other half of the helmet. And I was wrong. His hands do pull away and show the front of it. I missed that. Um, See, it's like two full helmets. It's like there's one there. No, I think that's the half of the same helmet. Because look, I look at the forehead so. part. There's like... Two pieces yeah. of metal missing, and on the other helmet, it fits in there. Do you think? Yeah, I think looks, it's... Looks... Oh, I see what you're saying. Are okay. you going to question someone that puts together Star Wars helmets for a living? <laughs> <laughs> if, it, if it's Savannah, yes, that is my job. <laughs> I think it's the same no, helmet you're right. split in half. I, th- I think you're right now that I'm but seeing But those it. are some furry right. hands. We can all agree on that. Those are definitely yes, furry can. hands, and Brian, you're right. That is. Definitely I'm really bad. interested in your tinfoil hat theory, um, and I, I, I think I, was, <laughs> I just I need to know. I need to know. Okay, let's go, okay. and then we'll back Let, up okay. if we need to. <laughs> we can we can we can bite size some stuff. Yeah, because there's I mean 
there there's little things we'll we'll get there because that's gonna take a little bit of time uh okay so planet looks like edu right the one with the rain and the yeah. rocks and, yeah. and the ship right cool that'd be kind of neat if we got some rogue one stuff i here. would love that i um, would love you know, like it edu. um poe and finn's new outfits Babes. pretty cool poe looks like nathan drake from uncharted <sighs> uh and you know what i'm for it the new droid dio uh, so excited for that little guy he's so cute little pixar lamp yeah little l- little duck i like him lando's back ah, <laughs> yes Ready. he's so Very, cute too the picture of his yes. face is just so cute he is so happy he's so happy Oh man, I love him. And his cape is like a structured blazer type thing. It has like mm. it is like a good cape. It's not like a drapey cape. It's a structured cape. He looks so really sharp. He is really He's still got he is it. up in his game and I am just here for it. Like, man, Same. I want that cape. That is a power <laughs> cape. Maybe he'll overthrow Palpatine. <laughs> just by sheer just fashion. Just with he'll just like whip a cape in his face and it'll kill him. He'll walk into the second Death Star. What have we here? Yeah. And then it explodes again. And he's like, I blew you up once. I'll do it oh again. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Goals. Lando's the best. <laughs> uh, the episode one nod. Every saga comes to an end. Mm-hmm. Yes. We love it. Love it. Love it. Love it. Love it. stormtroopers with jetpacks, which I'm like here for because I, I mean, there's the, the clones and the Clone Wars that have the jetpacks. And then in Rebels, there's like a jump trooper that has a jetpack. And we have yet to really see that in the sequel trilogy. So I'm stoked for it. Same, 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 same. You get an A-wing crashing. Interesting. <laughs> I hope Poe's not in it. Because uh, for anyone that read the comics, Poe's mom taught him to fly on an A-wing. So Poe's got a lot of connections with A-wings. I love A-wings. They're my favorites of the original ships. So <laughs> more A-Wings. Yes, please. Uh, you've got the Medal of Yavin. And I think Looks that's like Leia's Leia, hands holding it. Yeah, I think she's holding it. And I didn't realize mm-hmm. that at first. I thought maybe... What if it was Han Solo's medal? Oh, my God. That's what God. I think. I think so. I think we're actually going to get like Leia mourning Han in this one, Aww. which would be very powerful. Uh, but we'll see. We'll see. But R. I agree. R. I think R. it's Han's. R. R. Yeah. That's right. That's right. Um, you get Leia hugging Ray, which is going to be interesting to see how they fit Carrie Fisher into this movie. That shot looks so good, though. Like, yeah, it, it does. Really good. So good. It does. Are we going to get a Force Ghost Leia? I, I don't see why not. If she, I mean, she used the Force big time in Episode Eight, so she did. You know what? I would not be opposed. This is the first time I've ever thought about it. And if she hadn't used the force to such a degree that she did in episode eight, I think I would feel differently. Yeah. Um, but she obviously has some pretty tangible relationship with the force, which is kind of the point. Um, maybe. I don't know. But I mean, I guess it, it, it depends on if she dies in this movie. We don't know. That's true. You're right. We forget that Leia is actually still alive. Yeah. What if she makes it? I kind of I hope she does. I think that'd be cool if she's like I the one that lives. I would love that. I would love that. Same, same, same. Yeah. And then Luke says, we will always be with you. Mm. I would like to imagine that this is Force Ghost Luke talking to Ray, mm-hmm. and he might have some Force Ghost buddies with him. Mm. We get a Force yes. Ghost Anakin Skywalker. I want yes. that so bad. Like, I know everybody oh, wants like, that, right? but I, I really hope that happens. I feel like it will. I just have a feeling. Why would it not I happen? I think so, too. 
Hayden's so been too. to the last and two celebrations. Come on. You know he's getting involved. Yes. I mean, Ian McDiarmid has also been to the last two celebrations. And, yo, he's back. Mm-hmm. So, come on. Let's just. It's. I'm solidifying. I agree. Now. He's coming back. I'm straightening my tinfoil hat, getting ready. <laughs> All uh, right, yeah, dive in. I agree. Dive in. I, I, I like the idea that, that it would be that. And especially if like if you put all these lines together and it's like, you know, right before the final act and Luke is like, here's the deal. You're ready for this. You have a thousand generations of knowledge and you, you're a real Jedi mm. and we'll have your back. Mm. Kind of like a Goku, Gohan moment, mm. you know. Before like, she goes super scion. You know what I'm saying? Like at the moment when she like can't pull enough and then you just see the force ghost behind her and it's like, you've got this. It's like Harry Potter when his parents showed up like, we'll take it, Harry, you get out of here. You know, like that kind of stuff going on. All right. So I'm hoping, I'm hoping this, this, we will always be with you is kind of like a force ghost pep talk. And then you get the shot of uh, them on the cliffside overlooking the second Death Star. What is Ray holding? I don't Hmm. even know. Me neither, but I'm interested. (laughs) And you and you see her hood. It's like a it's a backpack, I guess, right? I mean, it has. She's holding it by the strap. But what's in it? Why not? What is in the backpack? Exactly. Is there like diving stuff? Because I know in the Force Awakens concept art, there shows her like underwater, looking at a second Death Star. That's some crazy waves, though. Like, look at those waves. She's a Jedi now. Water would be terrifying. She can do this. I believe in her. (laughs) God, I can't wait. Oh man, I didn't think about that. That'd be cool. Um. So there's that. Also, uh, you notice in the first shot when she does that really cool like samurai pose, when she's like, "We're doing this," uh, you see like a glimpse of like a really long ponytail type thing going on, like for like a second. Mm. But then in the shot of her overlooking the cliff, she just has her regular hair again. Hmm. Mm. Hair <laughs> magic. Hmm. I see you back of Ray's head. <laughs> uh. Yeah. So that was interesting. And then. And then. Uh. I mean, the moment, the moment that everyone's going to remember forever, uh, Palpatine's laugh. Dude. And, so um, do you think Palpatine's going to come back, like, in Palpatine form? Here we go. Oh, here we Let's go. Let's let Buckle Brian up. go first. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, no, actually, no, no, you guys go first. It'll be much shorter and oh. probably better to listen to. I don't, Savannah, honestly, do I, I don't even know how I feel about it. Like, I haven't considered okay. that really. <laughs> so I just want to hear what you have to say, and then I'll say, yeah, that sounds good. Or I'll be like, no, that's stupid. <laughs> okay, I'll yeah, jump in first before Brian proper. takes over the tinfoil hat committee. Um, oh, no, I'm so sorry. <laughs> I, I have the talking <laughs> stick. Um, <laughs> you, have, you have the light. Uh, so I think the Death Star is haunted. Um, yeah, I think we're I gonna like get it. some nice little haunted Death Star. I think Ray is gonna dive in the water, um, not necessarily out of a test, but because there's something there on that Death Star uh, that they need. Because remember, uh, with like the Battlefront Two campaign, Luke Skywalker finds like this compass that's just so important, yep. and it's in the Last Jedi. We don't really know that mm-hmm. much about it. Um, and what if there's like another artifact that Ray needs to get um, that would like help Ooh. towards something? That something I don't know, but she's like goes into the Death Star. Um, there's like this route through underwater or something, and she has to deal with like a dark side residual of Darth Sidious, not necessarily Dude. physically attacking her, but like mentally mm-hmm. um, attacking her, um, and she just has to like. Um, like combat him mentally and like the Death Star is like really haunted with all this dark side residuals and maybe she'll get to see 
like the fight between Darth Vader and Luke, um, mm. sort of on that Death Star, um, and um, you know you have Sidious on the other end um, saying, you know, he, he was trying to strike Darth Vader down. The dark side always wins. You must succumb to it. You can beat Kylo Ren with like the dark side of the power or something like that. But I think. Sidious is going to be sort of like a, a dark side residual that's kind of hanging around. A very Dude. Star Wars Night Sealed Republic type of way when you had, I think, Ajanta Paul as like this dark side resi- residual. Kristen, can you write Star Wars? <laughs> I'm nominating you. <laughs> I mean, you know, okay. I'll get right on it. <laughs> Dang. I think that sounds awesome. Like, I, I love that. That'd be so cool. Yeah, and it's like this final culmination of Ray um, being able to not only take down Kylo Ren, but just yeah. face, um, you know, the one of the ultimate evils of all of the galaxy um, yeah. and take him down. I so. really want to reconnect with Ray in this movie because I absolutely loved her in The Force Awakens. I felt like no connection with her in The Last Jedi and it made me sad and I'm really hoping that her character is just like I I just hope personally I love whatever she does because I missed feeling that connection in the last one who did and you I, connect to the most in The Last Jedi what did I connect to the most in The Last Jedi or like which character did you find yourself connecting to the most God. the Thala Siren <laughs> um <laughs> Honestly, like the the character that I enjoyed watching the most was Poe. Mm. But good one. Um but I wouldn't say that I connected with him the most cuz I felt like I didn't connect with any of them. And mm. that's why I have such a wow. hard time like talking about that movie because I just feel like I I just have like zero emotions toward we'll it. We'll get to Whereas, it. Whereas like, you know, like in <laughs> seven, I, I just loved Ray so much. I loved that she was alone for so long and she just like lived her life and was so resilient and so brave. And she, I just really liked her character in that movie. And then in eight, I just felt like really turned off to everyone um so i'm hoping mm. this one will kind of reconnect me with like everyone but especially ray well. i really want to feel that again welcome to the dorky diva show Kristen. <laughs> this is what it's like <laughs> i um i found myself connecting with rose a lot um mm. love rose yeah the more i watch the last jedi the more i find myself really connecting with her character and what she believes in and um her determination to do the right thing no matter what um mm-hmm. she was willing yes. to tase finn because he was even though he was trying to leave to get ray she was like no you need to stay you need to fight that's what you yeah. need to do um you need to i agree <laughs> so i i found myself connecting with her the most but um i definitely understand where you're coming from savannah yeah that's nice to all hear. right brian let's hear your <laughs> let's hear your darth Sidious <laughs> theory <laughs> okay ladies and gentlemen here we go uh i actually agree with you uh, but I'm gonna I'm gonna even build on top of that Ooh. because I don't understand moderation. <laughs> so I agree in that I believe this is going to be a residual effect of Palpatine, like Darth Bane in the Clone Wars, 
like Ajunta Paul, like Nagasato in oh, nice. Nicely Old Republic. Because the point of being a Jedi versus being a Sith is the Force Ghost ability. Sith cannot do that. That's li- that is the whole thing. It's like Jedi through enlightenment and loss of oneself, you can retain your identity past death, right? Which had never been done before until Qui-Gon figured it out. Bam, got it. Uh, so with... He's the, he's the best. But that's a different podcast. Uh, so with Palpatine, there there is a thing where they can, like you said, kind of leave parts of their spirit behind. But they're not actually there. They're dead. It's, a, it's like a Horcrux type of thing where part of their soul is left in this item, you know, and they can mm. kind of live through it. I mean, Yoda comes face to face with Darth Bane. Yeah, that's You know true. what I mean? But it, but he's like, dude, you're not here. And he goes, oh, aren't I? And he's like, no, you're just what's left. Of, you're a memory of this person that's attached to this particular item, um, like a Junta Ball sword, this kind of stuff, you know? Um, and the fact that if that is the second Death Star, which obvious, uh, Palpatine died there. And he was literally the, like, dark side inhuman you know and so there would it would stand to reason that the possibility especially from someone who's been collecting sith artifacts for like his entire life uh might be able to figure out something like that to live on uh in the death star so i totally agree that it's Mm. that it's sort of haunted that palpatine's spirit's hanging out uh to go a little a little crazier here um so in episode seven Kylo Ren's talking to Darth Vader's helmet and it says, show me again the power of the dark side. You know, like he's talking to this helmet. This helmet has showed him things before. What if Palpatine through the dark side is sending out signals Mm. and it's actually Palpatine he's talking to, but he thinks he's talking to Darth Vader because obviously he's not because Anakin got redeemed. So Anakin's not going to be like, hey, so here's how many people we killed. If you can up the numbers, that'd be cool, man. (laughs) Got a meter quota. What if... Exactly. What if Palpatine is like, you know, your grandfather failed me, but I think you might be the one who can actually bring me back, maybe, or just some sort of crazy thing. Also, uh, the Rise of Skywalker title, okay? Mm. What if, and take a seat for this one, we're going to get a little, we're going to get a little bonkers, guys. What if it is Anakin Skywalker we're talking about? What if... In the prophecy that Anakin was going to bring balance to the Force by defeating the dark side. It didn't happen in 6. We thought it did. 7 came around and was like, JK, there's no happiness. Uh, Then you've got this remnant of Palpatine, right? The dark side's still pretty rampant. That's how the First Order came to be. Uh, This whole thing's going on. Palpatine's left. So Palpatine is still trying his best to come back to the living, as it were, like Lord Momin. In, in Darth Vader comics as well. That's another thing. See, they're planting seeds, guys, <laughs> and I'm picking them up. Uh, so what if you've got Palpatine and then Rey has this like cave of Dagobah sort of experience, you know, kind of like uh, with where she's faced with not herself like she was in episode eight, where it's like you have to come to terms with, you know, this is what it is. And more so Palpatine, dark side, haunted Death Star type thing, like you said. But then... Ray goes into this thing. Palpatine shows up. You think Ray's going to lose. And then like the Goku Gohan moment, Anakin comes back as a force ghost and force ghost. Anakin fights remnant Palpatine for the force itself. Like colossal Titans, dark side versus light side for the sake of the universe. For that. I would be a hundred percent into that. Like a million times. Imagine that's like, that's the rise of Skywalker. It's Anakin Skywalker coming back from the dead to complete the prophecy he was always meant to do. Holy crap. Uh, I like that fighting for the force itself. Yes, I'm talking like colossal titans, light side versus dark side in the truest sense 
both from the dead for the sake of the force itself. Oof. Wow. Imagine. Imagine. You have to like lay down and take a nap after this. I know. That's why I'm saying tin foil, ladies and gentlemen. That's that's what <laughs> so, that's what I'm okay, thinking. Okay, so if that is uh let's say that happens. What I will cry. Oh. What Oof. happens with like Kylo? What does he so have to here, do? Here what if now mind you, I've never thought this out loud before, so bear with me. Okay. Uh, what if in the vein of Kylo, uh, realizing, um, you know, if there is sort of a redemption to him in the way of Darth Vader, what if Kylo is there at the battle of the Titans, right? Mm. Okay. And Ray is there. Kylo's there. Everyone's there, you know, Finn and Poe and everyone else is kind of doing their things. There's a big battle going on, but in the, in the center of it all, Palpatine, all this stuff. Ray's kind of losing. Kylo's there. He's like, oh, kind of blah, blah, blah. Yeah, the dark side's going to win because it's stronger. And then Kylo sees Force Ghost Anakin. Oh, and then man. Anakin, And then Anakin's like, dude, what are you doing? Like, you're better than this. And he's like, what? And he goes, I'm Anakin Skywalker. And they're like, but I thought you're Darth Vader. I was doing this to kind of be like you. He goes, no, you, you've got this good in you as well. Like, if you help us, you can help turn the tide. And in the midst of that, turning at the last second, to be like, oh, I get it now. Because Anakin literally told me that. Got it. Okay. And then he dies in that. In like, Ew. you know, like like Armageddon's type, type deal where he's like pushing them into the pod while he stays behind kind of stuff. Dang. Interesting. I want to watch yeah. this movie. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that last part I literally just made up as I was saying it. But so I'm I don't know how I feel that. about it exactly. <laughs> I mean, I'm down for something like that because I've just felt so numb to everything episode nine related because I was just like so confused with what happened in episode eight. And I was like, how are how is this going to work out? And I'm not smart enough to come up with cool theories like that. And I love (laughs) that theory. Yeah, I just they have to tie it all together. That's the thing. This isn't the end of a trilogy. This is the end of a saga. They have to acknowledge the prequels and the originals and the sequels. Like, if you're going to end all of it, you have to acknowledge all of it. That's in the my opinion. best. Yeah, you know? yeah. And that's really like that, that. and that's that's what I'm really hoping here. That's why if you're bringing Palpatine back, you know what I mean. Like, Bring him back. Pal- you know, like yeah, exactly. Like show me the power of the dark side. You know what I mean. But not have him be alive. Not have him actually be there. Have him be like, oh, this is like the dark side is going to corrupt everything it's going to take all the good to defeat it mm-hmm. and then have the rise of anakin skywalker there to finish what he started i love you know that. what i mean what if ray like that's, like that's what i think all of the reading that she did with the old jedi texts what if like during this time jump she got additional training from like yoda and mm-hmm. luke and i think she will anakin but like she gets so strong in the force that she can actually like transcend it um even more so than like Ooh. luke could um, and she is able to join okay. in uh, that fight instead of just like fighting the physical form of evil, which is Kylo Ren. Like, what if she? Yeah. Um, I don't know if you guys played the video game Heavenly Sword. Mm-mm. Does that sound familiar? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. But like with the red hair girl. Yeah, yeah. She is able yep. to transcend like this physical altercation and like take it to the heavens, essentially. So like, there's this. I like how you have a lot of. Greek mythology sort of in this like with the titans fighting um but yes what if, like Rey was strong enough that she was able to um like transcend her physical form and like be so strong that she's able to join in with them 
and fight against Paul. I'd be down. (laughs) I'd be down. I'd be so down. I mean, look at Luke. Like, there's been a time jump, which is the biggest thing because anything could happen Mm -hmm. to that. And the fact that Luke is like, a thousand generations are in you. We've taught you all we know. Like, you're ready. You know what I mean? Luke literally confidently is saying, the fate of the galaxy is on your shoulders and you got Mm -hmm. this. You know, it wasn't even like when Luke leaves in episode five and, you know, they're like, that boy's our last hope. No, we got another one. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> Pulling out from the if back. If he fails, you know, <laughs> exactly. Like, if he fails, you know what? Not all is lost. Ray is literally the last hope of the galaxy. You know, so the fact that he's confidently being like, you got this. I would love that if she, I mean, Luke force projected himself across space and time. Yeah, that's true. I mean, good Lord. That's the coolest thing that's ever happened. And he has been training Rey from the netherworld of the Force, which we know from the Master and Apprentice uh, from a certain point of view chapter. They live outside of space and time and see other things, Mm -hmm. so they can teach them things that are outside of the physical coil, as it were. Mm -hmm. And, dude, we saw Yoda in Episode Eight, so it would stand to reason that Yoda shows up to her. And, like, maybe Qui-Gon, I don't know. But if we get, like, I have chills. (laughs) A thousand generations live in her now. That's everybody. Yeah. Like, she's been reading the books, probably, you know, so who knows what's in those? And then Luke is like, oh, by the way, here's some force projection, cool stuff we can do. You know, and then they can affect the real world, which is something that we haven't seen before outside of like, you know, sitting on a log and like whatever. And then we've got, uh, well, actually Qui-Gon, now that I think about it, he did affect the real world in the Clone Wars because Yoda was meditating and Qui-Gon lifted him up and blew out the candles. Mm-hmm. Beside the point, <laughs> as I said, I don't think my thing's through before I see them. Um, show notes. <laughs> uh, so yeah, we... um. That's what that's I would love that. I would love it for Ray. That's another thing. With this TIE fighter thing, with her backflipping over it, like if it's a training exercise, cool. I don't understand, but whatever. Like I said, I'm open to anything they're gonna do. Mm-hmm. This is just Same. wishful thinking. Same. But how much cooler would it be if she is this badass Jedi who can do all these things and is backflipping over a TIE fighter? Yeah. Like give that to her. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's a spaceship going like hundreds of miles an hour and she Boom. Yeah, not like a coordinated what? sequence that they're practicing. Yeah, exactly. And not like, like okay, exactly. And being careful exactly. About. Keep keep the danger. Yeah. Have it be someone trying to kill her, and have her being so good that she at the last second force backflips over. Dude, I freaking If it's love training this. exercise, there's no real dangerous there. <laughs> mm. You know, like I I love Ray. I think she's amazing, and I want to see her be a Jedi. Because yeah. in Episode Seven, you're like, oh hey, you have the Force in you. Episode Eight is like, here's kind of how it works. Time jump. I want to see her be a Jedi. I want to see that hood up. I want to see doing sweet lightsaber stuffs. I want to see her in the vein of Star Killer, bringing down Star Destroyers. Yay. Like, I, yeah. I want to see her be the last Jedi that we know of and rebuild the order. I want her to be Luke from the EU. Mm. You know what I mean? Aww. That's what I want. Like this, and it's possible because Gosh. she's stronger than she knows, and now she's starting to understand that. And she's backflipping over TIE fighters. This like, conversation has made me like way more excited for this movie. Good. Good. I'm pumped. That's why I'm Because I've only heard theories that I just don't agree with. And I'm like, I like these theories now. Like these yeah. theories for <laughs> both just, of I you want... give me so much hope for enjoying this outcome. Right? Yeah. I, I'm just excited for more of a macro view. Like that that's some that's something that like I kinda had a really hard time with uh with Seven is like to to take a realistic approach to Star Wars is something I'm not a big fan of. Like, I want my heroes to be heroes. Mm-hmm. Luke Skywalker in episode four, five, and six, you were never like, oh man, he might go to the dark side because that's realistic. No, you're like, he's a hero who's always going to be a hero. Like, something to aspire to. You know, his optimism type thing. And I still love Luke in episode eight. It makes sense for his character if you ask me. But what I'm saying is, 
I want to see larger than life stuff happens. I want to see things that people are like, well, that doesn't make sense. Of course it doesn't. It's Star Wars, guys. We've got Jedi here. You know, it doesn't have to make sense. You know, but oh, well, she didn't go to the, it doesn't matter. There was a time jump. All right. That's the reason. Like, we don't need everything explained. We don't need Han and Leia not ending up together because, hey, sometimes people don't end up together. Get out of here with that. This is Star Wars. I want to see superpowered Jedi. I want to see people that are not like, oh, man, you know, Ray, she's, you know, she had a rough childhood. She might go to the dark side. No, she's better than mm-hmm. that. She's stronger than that. Well, and she's stronger you know? because like, of everything she's gone through as a child. Exactly. Like, she's so like, resilient. If, it, if it's going to happen to anyone, it's not going to be her. Exactly. Exactly. A hundred percent of that. And like, it's not plot holes. It, it's the way the story goes. I mean, dude, she's got this. Mm-hmm. She's a badass Jedi who's backflipping over Tie Fighters. Like, she is a threat. She's you know, to the dark this. side. Ray. She does. And this. even Luke is like, "This is your fight now." Like, what? That's so cool. I want to see her fully confident, like a Jedi, mm-hmm. like walking in with her hood up, coming down, being like, "All right, let's get to business." Like I want to see her be Luke Skywalker, mm-hmm. because that was the one thing. Like in Battlefront Two, right? The the storyline, Kristen, you played it. Mm-hmm. Uh, the the Luke on that planet Pilio, whatever it was, when Luke finds the compass, that is my favorite part of the entire game. Yeah, because you get like real Luke Skywalker. Like he goes, he cuts down these stormtroopers. Del Miko gets gets uh gets he doesn't get killed, and he even says like, "Hey, why aren't you going to kill me?" He goes, "Well, they didn't give me a choice. You did." Like, that's, that's a Jedi right there. Mm-hmm. That's what I want to see. I don't want to see, like, well, realistically, like, he would have tried to shoot him and Luke would have had to defend himself. And, you know, that's a loose end and blah, blah, It's like, no, Jedi are above that. Like, Luke Skywalker is the true blue white knight guy. And that doesn't make him less of an interesting character. Because doing the right thing is much harder than doing the wrong thing all the time. Yes. And I want to see a hero be a hero. And Rey is that. And she's coming to know that. And I want to see it. And I want to see cool stuff. I want to see more Force stuff. Yeah. You know, like, I know a lot of people are kind of turned off by it every now and then. They're like, I, I don't really like the Jedi part of Aspect, which, hey, more power to you. But the Jedi and the Force is what separates Star Wars from everything else. I love the Jedi and aspect I, of it. Like, uh, ditto. <laughs> and <laughs> I, I want to see the battle for the Force in this movie. Yeah. I want to see the Skywalker complete the prophecy. I want to see macro, crazy, like what is even happening right now? Like Kamehameha waves flying everywhere. Like, I don't even know what's going on, <laughs> but I like watching it. Like, that's what I want I want for this it movie. to get weird, too. Like, you know yes. how oh, the yes. end of Rebels, like the end of Rebels was just like weirdness, and we even saw some of 100%. that in the Clone Wars. Like, I, I want that for this. Okay, so I don't want to understand all of it. At the for end. you guys, it's Star Wars, let's get weird. Okay. Yes, yeah. 100%. Yeah. 100%. More Force stuff. Like, I understand that the Jedi aren't there anymore. They've been gone for a while. You know, I, I get it. But Rey's here, and she's she's ready. You know, it's like the the Jedi don't need to end. Uh, watch episode eight. They kind of explain it. Uh, <laughs> it's kind of important. Uh, and Rey's here. So, hey, A-O. Um, so I just, I want to see that. I want to see Force stuff. I want to see, like, I do enjoy the everyday battle because there are people that are not super powered that don't have the force that are still keeping up the fight that's why i love rose so much because rose is basically a mechanic that's keeping the the ships fueled and running efficiently which is just as important as the guy who's piloting it and i i enjoy that they showed us that part of star wars but at the same time jedi are are, are they're the ones that can fight force ghosts they're the ones that can stand a chance against you know the dark side itself 
you know, giant force lightning stuff. Like, there needs to be people that can pose an actual threat. And, dude, that's the point. That's the whole point of a Jedi is to stand between the innocent people of the galaxy and the dark side. That will not stop. It's always going to keep going. It's always going to consume and destroy and kill everybody. That's just what it does. There's no half in, half out. Because as everyone knows, Kray Jedi are garbage. (laughs) But I want to see that. I want to see the Force. I want to see the biggest battle we've ever seen for the sake of the galaxy itself. And I think Ray's up to it. I really do. And I want to watch it. She does. She's got this. Palpatine don't know who he's messing with. And that's that's what I have to say about that before I get even more out of it. <laughs> <laughs> I I love all of that. Like like <sighs> I said, that just makes me more excited for the end of this since I wasn't very happy with the middle and I've just felt really disconnected from uh just I mean all the conversations happening about this upcoming movie, but this makes me more excited. I like these Good. theories. You should be excited. It's episode nine. It's episode nine, guys. This is the end. Like this is arguably the most important chapter. Yeah. This is it. And it says and it says Skywalker in the title. Like what what if it's what it says? What if it's the rise of Skywalker? What if it's Anakin Skywalker? You know? What if it, like hell, what if it's Luke? I don't even care. But what if it's Anakin Skywalker? Because that would tie up all of it. You know, because we're I, I like I said, I'm not gonna disparage anyone with your speculation by all means if it, if it if you're into it me too i think that's awesome but i feel like we're sometimes splitting hairs to be like oh well this person could be a skywalker this person might be a skywalker what if it is the skywalker what if it's anakin what if the prophecy was true like we always thought it was and now it's like okay there was a gap here where we thought the dark side ended but it didn't quite but it was always told anakin is the chosen one yeah. Always. It's never been anybody else. There was speculation like, maybe it's Luke. No, it's not. Luke brought Anakin back. Anakin killed Palpatine. It was always Anakin Skywalker. This whole, it's a Skywalker saga. Not the, the Skywalker's saga. It's about Anakin Skywalker. So to have him rounded out at the end, finish what he started on a cosmic ne- uh, level, not like, it, it, as powerful as it is, and I don't think it diminishes it, uh, having Vader throw Palpatine down that reactor core was crazy. But they decided to go a different direction by having episode seven be like, just kidding. Uh, but in episode nine, the rise of Skywalker, you have a chance to be like, okay, that was the that was the pregame. Now the fate of the galaxy for real is at hand on a on a force level, and Anakin Skywalker's back to finish what he started. Yeah. In in the real way, I just realized that's a quote from episode seven, finishing what Anakin started. Oh snap! <laughs> that just came out the way I meant to be. Wow. Wow. Yeah. I need to sit down. That what if Anakin finishes what he started? But like in the other sense, though, guys, <laughs> guys. Yeah, I think we got it. <laughs> that's it'd be cool, right? It would be, it would cool. be super cool. Yeah, you know, and it's and it, like like that's my biggest thing. It has to encompass nine movies. Yeah, I get Ray, Finn, Poe, BB-8, Kylo Ren. I understand this is their trilogy, but this is a saga ending. You know, so they do need to play their part, and I think it's really important, but I think they need to play their part in a nine-movie story. Yeah. Not wrap up their three-movie one. Yeah. I, it, they're, they're equally as important, but you have to acknowledge all of it. Yeah, I, to I totally it. agree on that. And I think this teaser is perfect as a whole because it gives us just enough of what we need to speculate on, obviously. <laughs> I agree. Um, That's all I got. So <laughs> I, I'm, I'm very excited um <sighs> Me too. this was really fun this is probably like 
my favorite episode we've ever done. <laughs> <laughs> I feel enlightened. <laughs> I, I want to apologize to everyone listening. <laughs> that was a lot. <laughs> Kristen, your theories, though, are just like chef's Tops. kiss. Yeah. Oh, thank you. Love it. Thank I you love so it. much. I love it. Um, well, thank you so much for joining us, Kristen. And before we let you go, can you tell everyone where they can find you online? Yes. yes. So um, I have a Twitter account. Um, probably haven't heard of it before. Uh, it's <laughs> at Kristen K. Bates. And I also have an Instagram with the same at Kristen K. Bates. Um, I have a website as well where I keep all of my like portfolio, portfolio stuff for writing and videos. That's www.kristenkbates.com. I'm sensing a theme. Um, but yeah, that's where you can find me. Give me a follow um, so you can see some of my goofy shenanigans. Oh my gosh, her tweets are the best. <laughs> they really are. The they best. really are. Um, Brian, where can people find you online? People can find me online everywhere at Jedi Brian, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, all that good stuff. Also, brianbalance.com. Thanks Ooh. to the geniuses at Odit Creative. Ooh. Uh, yeah, it's all there. Um, as well as uh, patreon.com slash Jedi Brian. There's some exclusive shows there for like D&D and the hype show. Uh, as I've always said, if you want to hear Savannah geek out about Kathleen Kennedy for two and a half hours, I got you, man. I feel like I could do another uh, one actually now. <laughs> you know what? I'm here for you. I'm here for you. Uh, that's not a threat. That's a promise. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's, uh, that's, I'm pretty sure that's everything. Yep. You can find me at the dorky diva on Twitter and Instagram. My website is the dorky I'm also the dorky diva on Facebook. Um, if you want to get in touch with us as the podcast, you can tweet us at Dorky Diva Show on Twitter or email us at DorkyDivaShow at gmail.com. And I just want to say thank you to all of our amazing patrons. And those people are Anthony, Ben, Brandon, Brian, Chris, Daz, Daryl, Devin, Jared, Jen Marie, JC, Jim, Katie, Michael, Samir, Shuri, Sherry, and Tom. Thank you all so much for your Woo! support. We Thank you. love all of you so much. Um, and until next time, may the force be with you. May the force be with you. Now we can take off our tinfoil hats. <laughs> <laughs> Mine's affixed. Um, it doesn't come off. I had the surgery. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>